All right, we're out of here, guys. Peace. Hey, so, what, what? Go ahead. So what happened? Wait, wait. Before we go, what, before we go, what happened to Johnny? What happened to Johnny Acid? Well, I kind of had PMS and stabbed him. Yeah, we we, st- him. we we buried him in the backyard, <laughs> and then the cats dug him up, <laughs> and then they buried him back. Attention, all truckers! If you're looking for a new job. Call NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and most important, a great steady income week after week after week because they are owned by their own product. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076. Hey, truck drivers, I want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers. It's a tool called Magnus Stop. Basically, if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help, it's a little 4 by 5 inch tool. It utilizes a pin and a magnet. Crazy simple. I'm surprised nobody ever invented it before. Anyways, you merely stop, get out, pull your pin, Put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention Talk CDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95. For Talk CDL viewers, which is an awesome, awesome deal, Magnus Stop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnusstop.online. That's M-A-G-N-A-S-T-O-P dot online. Check it out and let us know here at Talk CDL how that product is working out for you. Thank you. Oh, and it's also free shipping and handling. It doesn't get any better than that. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Let's get a, a quick sound check. Ruthann, give me a sound check. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Troy. Okay. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> Let me see if I can just do this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Talk CDL from the studios at Homeless House of Florida. Live. But pre-recorded. That's right. It is. <laughs> Talk CDL. Ruthann. Do you have a podcast for the night? I do. What do you got? What do you got for the truckers? Well, there's been... You know, our whole audience is truckers. No, I'm serious. Like, we are 95% all trucker audience. You ever ever notice that? I'm sorry. What is our podcast about again? Trucking. And our... But we have trucking families also, but, like, our whole audience is all truckers. I'm just saying. Or families of truckers or trucking companies. That's who we... all around trucking. Right. That's our whole thing is all about trucking. Yeah. I'm just making a statement. Truckers. You're annoying. I'm I'm a trucker. Truck it. (laughs) What do you got? Big things in the news. Big things in the news. Trucks are big. Semi-trucks. Well, there's... Yeah, they are. They are. What do you got? There was a huge crash um, that happened in Colorado, in Lakewood, in April. Yeah, the... 28 cars involved and a, and a truck. Yeah, the guy was driving illegally. I think he was, like, under suspension or something. He said his brakes gave out. 
They're what? actually charging them for the homicides. Well, if you let me tell you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, I mean, I honestly. Yeah, I, I should let you. Go ahead. It helps. So anyways, this driver, this big accident, yes, he's out of Houston, and um, the big thing was that his trucks had failed, or his brakes had failed on the truck. The driver himself was charged with three dozen felony counts, could face prison time, and did you notice that change in the... Yeah, um, I have adjusted. Okay. Well, that was nice. Thank you. So anyways, with this, according to the FMCSA... 30 violations were reported out of 19 inspections spanning two years, some which were directly related to breaks. So in other words, the company he worked for had 30 violations with 19 inspections that were, you know, related directly to the breaks. But he's being charged with the fact that his breaks gave out. I don't, I mean, I understand that he should be doing his pre-trip or whatever the case may be, but I don't understand how the company with having that many violations weren't yanked. Because a lot of companies, if they have that kind of violations, especially with breaks, I mean, over the last two years, when all these inspections were having, they've had blitzes going on that focused on breaks. So how is this company able to still keep functioning with that type of... I got my hand up. I see that. You can talk now. Do you remember uh, Arnold Horshack on Welcome Back, Carter? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, That's, I do. Mr. Gata. <laughs> okay. No. Um, Thank you for being patient there, by the way. Yeah, it's every now and then you get that. And but Now, listen, a couple statements. Okay. Number one, I agree with you. In fact, my statement is, I believe with that many violations, especially on breaks, breaks about the number one thing that needs to be really kept up, you know, for safety reasons. Well, duh. With yeah. how, many, how many violations you said? 30? 30 violations with 19 of them inspection. 19 inspections, some of them were directly related to breaks. It just says 30 violations were reported out of 19 inspections spanning two years, some which directly related to breaks. Well, so. look, do, you, do you have the name of the trucking company? I do. What's the name of it? Castellino 03 Trucking LLC. Castellino 03 Trucking I, do we know how many trucks they have? Pull up their safer. And and real quick, just, you know, Google. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what I'm curious about is why DOT. See, now here's, there's so many people to blame there. Obviously, the ultimate guy that gets in there and pilots it, if he knows the brakes aren't working well, should not be on a, a steep downgrade like that, of all things, or actually even driving the truck. Let's just say that. Let's, let's put blame where blame is the blame. Number two, the trucking company ultimately should be responsible for their equipment and making sure that it is up to date if they've already had 30 inspections and 19 of those inspections were pointing towards brakes mostly or whatever you just said. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you who else I blame. I blame the DOT. See, I think the DOT should be sued on this one along with everybody else. Think about that. You knew these people were bad. You're the ultimate protector of the public, the DOT, Department of Transportation. If you knowingly kept getting these guys vi- the, the violations that were related to breaks, why didn't you do something about it, Mr. DOT? Or not Mr., but the entire DOT of whatever, uh, well, I guess it was probably multiple DOT uh, stations where they were shut down at over the years. Over You said over a two-year period? Mm-hmm. 
That's that's I mean honestly that's my take on that whole thing. I think the DOT bears responsibility when you get to a point where you keep letting them on the road, okay, a little slap in the wrist, a little slap in the wrist, a little fine here, a little fine there. How about how about you get to a certain amount of inspections that are of a danger and you say no more. You're you're now you now get a 3 month suspension which will just about put anybody out of business. That's just my take on it. Right. Well, I mean, they have here, like when you're looking at the SMS, the safer. How many trucks do they have within power units? Five. So they have, we'll see, though, that, that tells you even more. They're small, and it sounds like, I don't know how many of their trucks are failing, but 30 inspections. Does it say on that safer, does it say... How many failures? How many injury accidents? And that, that well, that's weird. First of all, I don't for I don't think this stuff is completely updated. This okay. is saying that there was no crashes, which we plainly know that there was one in April. So it also says that it's not public. So it's not letting us see that kind of information as of right now. It says one unsafe driving violation, driver inspections without with say unsafe driving is is one. So it's not really giving me a really good stats on that part. Look, let me just say this. If the big trucking companies are held to a high standard of keeping your trucks inspected and up to date and up to par, everybody should be. Every truck should be held to that same standard of safety for the public. You know, we can all wink, wink. You know, back in my day, you know, we... We drove so many unsafe vehicles, it was unreal. Mm-hmm. And, and and you thought, ah, no, it's not a big deal. I'll get it there, blah, blah, blah. But it's all fun and games and not a big deal until you kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And then everybody around those deaths are saying, hey, this is BS. So I'm I'm with you on that. Is there anything else you have on that? You know, I, I, you know we're definitely going to follow that, obviously. Well, here's the thing. It, one of the things that they're saying with this is... Um, they were trying to say about getting some simulators out and showing drivers that are doing training to start using simulators and that they think that that would help with maybe if a driver's brakes did go out, how they can prevent, you know, like certain evasive actions that they could take. So backing up on that, though, with that being one of the latest major accidents. I mean, there was tons of them going on lately, but that's just one of them that I looked into. And then what they said now is the FMS FMCSA has opened right now for the drivers to comment through September on having your CDL, you know, like when you go to schooling and you have the third party CDL school, like a tech school, they're wanting now to be able to have that teacher do the skills test on your for your training for you to go and pass. Now, if you're sitting there, and one of the big things are saying about how in the in the last year, how a lot of the MVRs were and, and the schoolings were just passing truckers, and they're say, saying so much about the safe. How safe would it be, or how logical would it be to have your CDL trainer? at the school, this third party, being able to train, or not train, but test you when you're done your training 
to whether or not you could pass or fail on your skills test. I don't, I don't, I don't think that would be really co- too logical. I mean, I think that would be. Well, I have, I have, actually have a solution for that. It, it, one of the things that these trainers and teachers aren't is held to higher standards themselves. It's the truth. And what they really need to do is get those people properly trained to train people. And with modern technology, what they should do is everybody you sign off on and pass, you should be rated over, you know, starting now, you got a class of 30 out there. In a year's time, you might have a class of 300 out there driving trucks. If a high percentage of your drivers start getting in bad accidents and having failures, I believe those trainers should be rated, just like teachers are in schools. Same with these guys. If you're just pushing people through, it's going to show up. I, you know, what's funny is if you could just go back over the last 20 years and look at every school and, and each teacher, I'd be willing to bet certain teachers have an excellent rating mm-hmm. because of what they're passing on in knowledge and making sure these guys are, are safe. And... I believe you'll see a huge group of guys that are just pushing people through because schools are, they get incentives. They get, they get, uh, it's like trucking companies also, uh, that when they pass people, they get incentives from the government to put, yeah, they get, um, it's, uh, um, what do they call that when it's the government's paying you to do something, uh, subsidizing. I think that's what it's called. Something to that effect. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, write in and tell me. But they do. They get. They do get uh, uh, money back for getting people uh, new careers and into the industry. And when you're just pushing them through like driver mills, guess what? Your incentive is money. Now your level of safety goes down, and that's really where they need to start. Start with the trainers, and have them graded, and have. And have every driver that they graduate and sign off on attached to them and then have a rating for these guys. And that would obviously either get those guys never a job again, you know, when they go to apply with another school or it'll do good things for them. Well, anyways, that's all I really need. To say. Well, they had opened um, a comment from now until September 9th on what a driver feels how, you know, what you feel as though if that's something good or something bad, you would go to the uh, regulations.gov by searching the docket number, which I sent you the link so that you can go and put it on there. But it is docket number FMCSA-2018-0292. You can go ahead then and give your opinion so that if you feel as though, like you're saying, if the drivers from a specific trainer, like if it's attached to their CDL, that this person's the one that tested them, if that person is getting a higher ratio of violations or accidents or anything like that, they can track it really fast as far as what the the trainer's or the tester's name was so they can go right back to them. And let's say one thing. Oops, sorry. Let's just say this. Numbers don't lie, Okay. Yeah, everybody could have somebody they graduated. A trainer could say, yeah, I graduated that guy, and he went out and killed seven people. But let's just say, excuse me, let's just say if that's the only one out of 500 students that went out and did something nutty, 
then okay, that's that's a pass. But let's say, you know, one out of every thirty people somebody's graduating, or maybe even you know, different stats where a lot of these guys are turning up with high speeding tickets and reckless drivings and all this other stuff. You should be a school that recognizes to put good people out. I'm telling you, it's, you know, people might be listening to this going, you know, that's stupid, but it's not. It's really not. If, if you start with, I'm going to tell you what the CSA did years ago in 2010, okay, they came out with this this FMCSA and the scoring on the CSA and the PSP. And what happened was at first they did a test, they did a testing of five, five states where they reported everything. Uh, drivers that had mechanical failures, they got put out of service and all that stuff. And what they started doing was instead of finding the companies for the faulty equipment, they started finding the truck drivers and everybody's like, this is BS, blah, blah, blah. Right. But what happened was truckers, started saying, F you, bad company, if you're not going to fix your damn brakes, I'm not driving around on bald tires, and getting my CSA score shitted on. Mm-hmm. So what DOT was smart in doing that because it made truckers, made some of these trucking companies bring their damn standards up. Mm-hmm. And so it actually worked real well by saying, we're, we're not going to find the company, we're going to find the trucker. You don't draw, you, you guys are now in charge of the trucking company. And so they kind of really did a reverse role there, which really worked amazing. Now, it's the same thing with this. All you got to do is start saying, we are going to hold these trainers to a higher level. And, you know, you can also take that to the trucking company that has their own trainers. Mm-hmm. And if you have guys that are putting out bad drivers, trucking schools that are putting out guys with multi-DUIs and all this other stuff just to make a dollar, shut them down. You want to make it safe? Start at the root mm-hmm. where, it, where it all starts. Go, You know, it doesn't all start at the trucking company. It starts at the damn schools these days. Start on those guys. I'm telling you, you'll see a different group of people turned out for trucking, or you'll see them training them harder and putting more knowledge into these guys like you said, maybe put them on a, si- a stimulate, a stimulator, a simulator. <laughs> They're gonna get stimulated. No, but put them on a simulator and and teach them. Okay, hey, if something happens, you take that you take that 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 um, runaway ramp immediately. Mm-hmm. Some guys will bypass that because they're thinking, oh well, no, if I could just hang on. No, it's immediate. You you, but you need to be trained properly for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means putting more hours in. Anyways, we're we're. Uh, being a dead horse on this issue, definitely want to stay with that guy and see what does happen to him because that's a big thing going on right now. That happened in Colorado. What else yeah. you got? Uh, the state of Louisiana, the governor had passed the a law stating that the first that the uh, autonomous trucks are will now be permitted to drive through the state of Louisiana as long as they they pass or they follow the laws of the state and federal traffic laws. But I, I wanted to bring it out only because I wanted you to hear what they need to do in the state of Louisiana. Under the law, the autonomous trucks are permitted statewide provided they can follow all federal and state traffic laws, have a million liability coverage, have a minimum liability coverage of $2 million properly registered, and the same, same restrictions will apply for the driverless trucks that are operated remotely and that they will go into effect August 1st. 
Okay, here comes my opinion on autonomous vehicles. First and foremost, if you're going to put, if, if our United States American people are going to be the guinea pigs, and I'm telling you that's exactly what you are, people that are listening right now, you are lab rats. It's truth, R. And I'm going to tell you why. They already know in the beginning stages of anything like this that they are going to kill some of you. Some of you will be dead from an autonomous truck. It's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because it's not perfect yet. They already said it's at least 25 years away. Now, these are, when you say autonomous, they're not fully driverless vehicles. No. But these are vehicles now that a driver can sit back and let the tractor drive by itself. Or they do it remotely. Or they do it, or they'll do it remotely from like a, dis, a central dispatch somewhere. Mm -hmm. But there's still got to be a driver in the truck. But here's my first rule that I would make. I would say that that truck, I don't care whose truck it is, it should be painted with a big Mr. Yuck sign or a big X or a big symbol that shows the public, hey, look out, here comes a truck that's not being fully operated by a human being, and it's a machine-operated vehicle. I think the public should be warned at every autonomous vehicle. Okay? Yes, Troy said that. No, I agree. Uh, you should have something. Yeah. Because not only that, but there's t there's incidences where the truck, or like with the Tesla, it didn't recognize a specific color. Exactly. Or certain things like that. But they say that fully automated trucks aren't likely to be deployed for commercial use for at least another eight years. Okay. Here's, here's a question I have for you. You're sitting, your family's sitting at a red light or you're sitting at a red light, mm -hmm. right? And an autonomous vehicle, the computer chip fails or whatever, and somehow it kills you, which like you just pointed out, we just had another Tesla driver in Florida. Ironically, the other one that was killed was in Florida. We just had one in Daytona, what, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Killed by an autonomous truck. So now you're sitting at a red light, and all of a sudden, crash. You survive, but your family dies. What? And then all of a sudden, you're told, you're laying in the hospital, and a lawyer comes in, and you're told, well, you were hit by an autonomous vehicle. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you the first thing you'd be thinking is, you know, I didn't even have a chance. If I would have at least known there was one behind me, I wouldn't have, I would have got behind it or I would have pulled off somewhere because I don't want one of those damn things. I don't want to be the lab rat mm -hmm. for America to, to grow their effing new driverless trucks because they're just trying to make more money by creating these things. It's all it's about, obviously. Exactly. It's so all it is. Wouldn't that be the first thing you were thinking is, wow, I, I didn't even know that there was a, a autonomous truck behind me. But if these things were painted, say, yellow with, with X's all down the side or whatever, to where the American people know, hey, watch out, there's one of those autonomous vehicles. Don't get in front of it. Right. Would that not be at least a start mm -hmm. to where the public can be a little bit more trusting and feel a little more confidence. I, I don't want to be out there knowing there's nope. a bunch of freaking machines that don't have a conscience behind me. I'm just saying, that's just no, the way I, I feel about it. I agree. I don't want to be, like you said, the lab rat. I don't want to be the person that's going to hope that the truck stops in time because the light reflected off my bumper or, or my mirror and, and, and my windsh back window in, in a weird way, and it, it didn't know how to recognize that as being a vehicle. It. Bottom line is you're hit, and you should agree with me. I'm just saying. <laughs> it makes sense. All right, so Prime 
Eating. Oh, so you we're moving on. To I'm moving on. Yep. Okay, let's just make sure we let them know. Well, I I did. Well, well, I'm just I'm that, just that one was ended. I'm, I'm starting a I'm new. I'm just being part. a good. Am I like the co-host tonight? I would be the co-host because you have the pod going tonight. Mm-hmm. Would that? I'm the co, but I'm being a good co by making sure you know. Let's make sure they know we're going on to a new new subject. Okay. Prime Inc. Anyways. Prime Inc. is suing Amazon. Awesome. I love when they fight. <laughs> Why are they suing them? Because Amazon has the Prime on the side of their trailer trailers for their, their Prime division. So they have that smiley face with the Prime on it. And Prime says, hey, we have all rights to anything with the word Prime on it that deals with the trucking industry. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, what about Prime Rib? But no, <laughs> but, no well, think about this now. Are you saying Prime... Out of Joplin, Missouri, the yep. or out of Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. the big yep, big is it prime. Joplin or seventy five hundred. It's a uh, Springfield. Yeah, uh, it has seventy five hundred trucks, and it filed a lawsuit July third, saying that it has used its own name and logo on trucks and trailers for more than forty years, and that Amazon has used and continues to confusingly similar marks in connection with its trucking services, and it's causing irreparable injury to Prime Inc.'s business reputation and goodwill. Well, uh, and look, I'm not sticking up for anybody. My question would be, <laughs> this is the same company that was just sued by the it is. for not not putting lady truckers with men truckers and it, and all this other stuff. They, yeah. It's funny. Now, look, here's I, I don't know Prime, but my question would be, how long has Amazon had the word Prime on the site? It's been a couple of years, hasn't it? Um, all of a sudden, you now are going to sue? Why didn't you? Or did they? Are they only now? Since two thousand and five, Amazon has used the word Prime for its Prime so, membership and for fast delivery services. And so for, for fourteen years, Amazon's been using the word Prime, and Prime itself is now saying, "Um, no, that's our name." Because we, it's now on the side of their trailers. We forgot to tell you fifteen years ago that it's our name. I mean, honestly, I don't get that. Because Prime Inc has a white trailer, that's a reefer, and on the side of it, it says Prime in black and white, Prime Inc. Well, an Amazon Prime truck has blue trailer, like all blue on the side of it, mm-hmm. with the big smiley, mm-hmm. and it says Prime in white. Is there any similarity at all? Not one bit. So that's The I'm font just... is different. Everything's different between these trailers, and Prime Inc. And how could you say it. we have rights to the word Prime with all trucking? It says that it has, it says that they claim it owns all uses of the word covering transportation services by truck in patents and trademarks filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, if they have it, then they have a case. But my, my, my point would be this. How can you file for the word, a general word, a noun? Prime is more of a, a noun, is it not? Or an adjective? It's not a, it's not like a name, no, I when I'm the, I'm I'm first of all like I think when you say I'm having prime rib or <laughs> Amazon Prime, that just means that means Amazon Super Duper, right? That, mm-hmm. That's what they're really trying to convey there. Mm-hmm. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you have uh, what do you get like free shipping and all that other good stuff? You're a Prime member, right? I am exactly. Uh, and again, I'm not sticking up for Amazon Prime either. I could really care less about either one. I just think it's funny when somebody opens up a lawsuit. Um, what did I say? 14, 14 years later or... And they, they 
they <laughs> they did another lawsuit in 2015 because of the it says according to Prime's lawsuit against Amazon in 15 the company began using the Amazon Prime logo on its trailers. So since 2015, Amazon Prime was using its trailer logos, and Prime Inc. thinks that they shouldn't be doing it because the uh, in more recent years, Amazon has forayed into larger transportation services both for its own freight and by acting as a broker with access to other shipper freight and its network of carriers. So Prime Inc., I guess, feels as though that Amazon Prime is sneaking in on its business. I don't know. You know you know the, the, the name of the owner of Prime is Rob Lowe. Yeah. Not to be confused with the actor. Um, mm. Anyways, good luck, Rob. I mean, honestly, I, I I think it's actually funny, and it'll make great Talk CDL podcasts when we see these guys go to court and fight it out. Yeah. They say that fight, Prime fight. Inc. is the 14th largest trucking company in the country. Okay. Prime Inc. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Swift being number one. Um, Swift has know. a Hold lot on. of number ones. Let me look and see. Oh, yeah, they are. As far as truckload, Swift is. Trust me, UPS is the world's biggest trucking company. Well, I clicked the link here and it's not yeah, giving me anything. Not a big deal. So do you have anything else tonight, Ruthann? This was going to be a short pod. That was, that was what I had. So you are all done for the night. I, and you're trying to find out if Swift is the biggest trucking company? Well, I just clicked it all off so I wouldn't... It, it is. No, I wasn't saying that it was. I was just trying to see what was, what was all part of them. Like, what was the top 10? I'll have to do that for another pod. Yeah. But look, good, good luck to you, um, Rob Lowe and Prime Inc. suing Amazon Prime. I just find that hilarious. I do too. It'll make great talk, you know, for... I think it's funny because, you know, that's like... He's using our name. I know. I'm going to sue anybody with the name Troy. What I what what was bothering me when I was reading it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so Prime's saying it it owns all rights to the word Prime. I was named after Troy Donahue. Yes. He's an actor. My mom did. I'm yeah, serious. I know. So you were saying what? That Prime is saying that it owns the the, the name Prime with anything that deals with the trucking industry, you know, as far as trucks and transportation. Right. So when they use any kind of words in their logo, like right now it's Prime Inc. What if the Prime Minister opened a trucking company called the Prime Minister Trucking? Would Prime Zoom? I think because it's got two words to it, they don't know if they can. But what I was trying to get to the point of is how many companies say about logistics and, you know, like such and such logistics. It's, logistics is almost in a lot, almost I'd say probably 80% at least of the trucking um, company's names or at least their logo. I would be willing to see. Can you look up to see if there's a trucking company called Primetime? I bet you there is. And I want Prime to sue them if there is. Because I guarantee you, look it up. Look, Pull up Primetime Trucking or Primetime Transport. I will guarantee you. And then we're going to send their name to Prime Inc. in Springfield. And we're going to say you need to sue these people. Because they're using the word prime, and it's on their truck. Look up every company that has the word prime in it and safer. I will guarantee you there's a million of them out there. In fact, I think there's a company in Chicago called Prime that's not quite as big. I wonder if Prime's suing them. See, you know, you're, they're going after Prime, Amazon Prime, because they can get more money. Prime Transport and Logistics there you is go. a trucking company in Orlando. How about Prime Time? 
Is there one called Primetime? It's not giving me... But I'm just saying, if you go into Safer, it'll list all the companies that have the word Prime in it. Well, technically, Prime should be suing them, right? I just, I think it's hilarious. It's like that little kid that sits there and... You know what they're going to do in court? They're going to go, Your Honor, <clears throat> we have uh, evidence what we got from Talk CDL Trucking Podcast. <laughs> uh, that, and, and they bring up a valid point, sir, that the... Uh, any trucking company with the word prime and it should be sued, but by chance, because we're the biggest and they're suing us for a lot of money, they have no open lawsuits for the other 45 companies with the word prime in it, sir. Would you not call that biased? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm, the voices you do. I'm just saying. That's, hey, I, 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 How are you? Well, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to imitate a stucky lawyer, you know what I mean? <laughs> One that, you know, he gets up every morning, puts his little penny lovers on. Honey. Yeah. Chip, chip. That's what you always used to do. Chip, chip. Honey, do you have the eggs Benedict ready for me? The great poupon. And yeah. Now, listen, honestly, let's let's wrap this up. If And it'll be interesting to see what's going on with Prime and again, it sounds like I'm picking on Prime right now, but it's 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 funny. I just it's, I find it's one of that, those things that you want to pick on. I, I find that funny. The billionaire is suing the billionaire mm-hmm. because of their name. What they say you're you're damaging our name. I would does it say how they're damaging their name? Well, it says it's it's irreparable. Irreparable. Um, <laughs> you're making us look good. Yeah, yeah. It's irreparable. Oh my gosh. All right. All right, look, well, let's not make fun of Prime before they sue us. Oh, well, you know what we should do? We should change our name to Primetime Talk CDL. <laughs> but you see, you're adding Primetime. It's Primetime is Prime. Okay, we'll, we'll add, we'll say Talk CDL Prime. Ooh, and we're in trucking. Uh-oh. No way. Mm. All right, you ready to wrap it up for real? Do you have any <laughs> advice? Don't put your name Prime on the side of your trailer. Hey, here's my <laughs> advice. You people that are creating the autonomous trucks, or DOT, by the way, DOT, the ones that I think should be sued also for the first segment of our podcast, I think you guys should clearly mark any truck that's autonomous on the road so the American people know what's beside them. You have placards for hazardous. You should have placards for Very, autonomous. Absolutely. But placards big enough to where everybody knows, hey, the big yellow trucks with the X's going down the side are, are autonomous trucks. And the driver might be sitting in the back clipping his toenails while the damn truck's driving mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. The American people have the right to know what's behind them. And I guarantee you the first time they kill somebody's kid, that's the first thing that's going to be brought out. All well, right. I'm go just trying to prevent tell, anybody from being killed. Go to regu- go to www.regulations.gov and put in that FMC that I had put mentioned. your bitch and moan in there. Yes, I'm serious. I'm gonna. No, if you, let's put our bitch thing. and moan in. As a driver or as a trucker or someone that's in the tra- tractor driving down the street with mm-hmm. these guys, it's your right to give your opinion. Use it. Yeah, I like that. It's go. your right to be able to do it. What's that site called again? It's uh, www.regulations.gov. There you go. Go put your bitch and moan in. I'm going to do it. My bitch and moan's going to. I'm going to literally write him a little letter saying, you need to clearly mark these, these vehicles so the American public knows. Telling you. Another ingenious thought by Talk CDL. Ruth, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.